The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Psalm 23. We read together. Projection team NLT translation. Psalm 23 from verse 1. What a presence of God we have in the house this morning. I want to just wave your hands to the Holy Ghost. Wave your hands to God this morning and give him thanks. Give him praise. Thank him because he's here to do you good. He's here to touch you. He's there to change your life. He's there to transform your life. He's there to lift you. Hallelujah. Oh, Father, we give you praise this morning. I want us to take this to, to read um, Psalm 23 together. It says, one, two, go. Church. I shall. He lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me beside peaceful streams. He renews my strength. He guides me along right paths, bringing honor to his name. Even when I walk through the dark valley of death, I will not be afraid, for you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. You welcome me as a guest, anointing my head with oil. My cup overflows with blessings. Shall we say that again? My cup, my cup overflows with blessings. Surely your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life. And I will live in the house of the Lord forever and ever your goodness your unfailing love we do what will pursue me your goodness and your unfailing love we do what pursue me your goodness i want you to open your mouth and declare the goodness of god the unfailing love of god the goodness of god the unfailing love of god will pursue me He's not running away from me. He's pursuing me. I want you to shut your eyes. See the goodness of God pursuing you. See the unfailing love of God pursuing you. He pursues you. He never leaves you alone. God never leaves you alone. You cannot be stranded because of the goodness of God. Because of his goodness. In this season, the goodness of God is pursuing me. In this season, in the goodness of God is pursuing me in my home, in the works of my hands, in my health, in every situation, in every circumstance. The goodness of God pursues me. The goodness of God pursues me. Hallelujah. The goodness of God pursues me. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You may be seated. Hallelujah. The goodness of God is pursuing me. This morning... We are continuing the series of solution providers. The Holy Ghost is a solution provider. He provides solutions in seasons and out of season. On a daily basis, the Holy Ghost is a solution provider. Hallelujah. You know, we, 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 I mean, last week, Pastor Ina taught us, we learned a lot of things. 
last week Sunday about how God has packaged answers and solutions for us. You know, we read Psalm 46 verse 1, you know, the Passion Translation, and we learned so much last week about the role of the Holy Spirit, what it does in our life. That is the advocate, our helper, our intercessor, and the various things that the Holy Ghost does for us and it does in our lives. He, he adds color to our lives. Hallelujah. You know, we, Psalm 23, we read earlier on, actually summarizes a lot of things. You know, it talks about the help from the Lord. You know, it talks about, uh, um, I, I think, um, I've identified six major ways in which the Lord helps us. If you look at Psalms 23 from verse 1 to verse 6 there, it talks about the fact that God, you know, one of the ways God helps you as a Christian, as a believer, is the fact that God helps you with provision. Let me tell somebody, Provision. God helps me with guidance. Say guidance. He helps me with direction. He helps me with protection, with preservation, and then he helps. And so six major things, if you read the verses in Psalms 23, the first one is that God provides provision, guidance, direction, protection, preservation, and help. These six things you can identify from Psalms 23. You can go back home, check that translation, check, check the verses. And you realize that going through the, the, that chapter a lot, there's a lot that has been prepared for you. There's a lot of things that God has said and spoken to you. He said he provides, I mean, you know, God, one of the ways he helps us, he sends you help. From that um, chapter 10, 23, it talks about provision, about guidance, about direction, about protection, and about preservation. Merely declaring that scripture over your life. Eh, you know, they are not just nursery rhymes. Eh, they are not the things we learned in Sunday school when we were kids. Eh, they are powerful words of an eternal being. And that word lives beyond eternity. It lives beyond time. And you know, the Bible, Bible makes you understand that when God speaks the word. It naturally comes to pass. The word of God is the principal word from which every other word comes alive. The word of God is that which changes things, which changes seasons, which changes times. And you know, one of the things that, that we know from God's word that in, in this season with all the noise we've heard, just like that word says that anything apart from the voice of God, apart from the, the word of God, they are all noise. There's a lot of noise out there. There's noise about coronavirus there's noise about, about the economic crashing. There's noise about maybe dollar increasing. There's noise about supply chain being impacted, being affected. There's noise about job loss. Noise about marriages in trouble. Noise about financial difficulties. Noise about health and about sicknesses. But one of the things we know is that the word of God supersedes all of these things. And the word of God, no matter the situation, no matter the noise around you, no matter the noise around you, in your home, no matter the noise in your business, in your place of employment. Perhaps, maybe they are not in your office that because of this situation, we're going to be laying off people. It is noise. They've told you that the contract that you bidded for, they said that, oh, because, because, the, the, because crude oil price has fallen, and so we'll not be able to fund that project again. It is noise. Because the word of God, it makes you to understand that, that the Lord is my shepherd and I have everything that I want. I have everything that I want. And so in this season, you've got everything that you want. Hallelujah. 
I have everything that I want. Not only do you, they are not wishful things. You enforce the word of God by declaring them. You enforce the word of God by saying it. The way you declare the word of God in Psalm 23, and you felt as if fresh strength came into you. And that's what happened when we declare the word of God. The word of God creates situations. The word of God changes situations, changes circumstances. What people have said have been impossible. The word of God makes them to become what? Possible. You know, I would like to... Open your Bible to Hebrews chapter 13, verse 6. We will read some scriptures together this morning. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 6 says that in season, in a time like this, the Bible says that the Lord, so we may boldly say, you know, turn to your neighbor and tell him about it. So I will boldly say this morning, I boldly declare this morning that the Lord is my helper. The Lord is my helper. I will not fear. No fear is allowed in my life. No fear is allowed in my home, in my situation, and in my circumstances. The Lord is my helper. I will not fear what can man do to me. I will not be afraid. I will not be afraid of the situation in this world because the Lord is my helper. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Psalms 25, let's go back to Psalms 25. We look at what God's word says this morning. Psalms 25, um, we read the uh, NKJV translation, then we'll, we'll check what the uh, NLT translation says about Psalms 25. Psalms 25 verse 15 says, My eyes are ever towards the Lord, for he shall pluck my feet out of the net. He shall pluck my feet out of the net. He shall pluck my feet out of the net. NLT translation, please. He shall pluck my feet out of the net. It says, my eyes are always looking to the Lord for help. Somebody, let's read this together. My eyes, one, two, go. My eyes are always looking to the Lord for help. For he alone can rescue me from the traps of my enemies. For he alone rescues me from the trap of coronavirus. He alone rescues me from financial lack. He alone rescues me from sicknesses. He alone rescues me from destruction. He alone rescues me from lack. He alone rescues me from trouble. He alone rescues me from situations and circumstances. The Bible says many of the affliction of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them from them all. God rescues them. God rescues out of situation. Our God is a deliverer. You know that verse, verse 15 of, of, of Psalm 25 says, our God sends up. I look to him alone for help. Hallelujah. I look to him alone for help. Let me tell to two people and tell them, I look alone to God for help. I look alone to God for help. I look alone to God for help. When Jesus came to the earth, one of the Jesus came to him. He said he came as our helper. He came. He, 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 he read that scripture from, from Isaiah. And he, he said today this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. And he was telling them about I has given them the oil of joy for money. And he started telling them various things. So everything he was reading in that scripture in Matthew, he was basically telling them how he's going to help them. He's going to tell them about when you are healed, I will help you by giving you what? Help. And so Jesus basically came to help us. And the first thing Jesus, how Jesus helped us, he translated us from the kingdom of darkness you know, into the kingdom of God's dead son, into his own kingdom. And so we became born again. Anytime you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, 
you become a new creature. You become a new creature and your life changes. See, your situation changes. Circumstances changes for you. Hallelujah. That is what happens when anyone comes to Christ. Anyone that is in Christ, you are a new world creature. You have been translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of God's dear son. And when Jesus was living, you know, when Jesus lived on earth, Jesus lived on earth, they saw help. You know, people... Peter, I mean, he walked into the home of Peter, and while he was in Peter's house, Peter's mother-in-law had a fever. Hi, you know, you know, they call it coronavirus fever. Hallelujah! And when he had, maybe that was what he had, and they didn't know. And Jesus just merely touched them. Jesus touched her, and she was healed, and she was able to serve them. You know, if fever is fever, but by whatever name that is before it, it is fever. And so, no matter the fever, this morning Jesus is touching someone in this place. You know, whatever fever, if it is financial lack fever, hey, maybe it's a fever around your finances. What is Jesus doing to you this month? He's touching it. The same way, touching that man. You know, you know, maybe you get home, you've been trying to, you, you have, you have, you've, you've had marriage fever. You know what marriage fever is? Nobody is proposing, and the fever is very hot. You know, the older you become, the more the higher the temperature. You know, so you are getting hotter. You are 35, it is hot. You are 38, they said it's 38 degrees. I remember in my, you know, and so that fever is very hot. What does Jesus do with that fever? It will touch. And so I see Jesus touching people this morning. I see touching your health. I see touching your health, touching your finances. You know, maybe in your office, they've told you there is fever in your office. It's appraisal season. It's bonus season. And they've told you that the bonus may not come because crude oil prices have fallen. We need to reserve some. But I see Jesus touching that situation today. You know, I see Jesus touching that situation this morning. You know, Jesus said, is, 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 is another helper. That when Jesus was living, one of the things he did uh, in John chapter 14 from verse 16 to verse 18. In, in John chapter 14, let, turn your Bibles to John chapter 14 from verse 16 to 18. It says, um, and I will pray the Father. He will give you another helper. Look at that word. That when he said another helper, that means there was a first helper. And that means that Jesus was the first helper. He said, I will give you what? Another helper. This is how Jesus began to introduce the Holy Ghost into what the Holy Ghost will do in your life, what the Holy Spirit does in the life of the believer, that he may abide with you forever. Jesus was telling you that I've finished my part and I'm leaving. It's time for me to move now. But I send you another helper. I'll ask the Father, I'll give another helper. He said, he will give you another helper that he may abide with you forever. The spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. He dwells in you and will be in you. Verse 25 of that same John chapter 14, I mean, verse 20. Verse 26, he says, but the helper, hey, look at the way, you know, he first introduced him, he will send you another helper. By verse 26, he is telling you who the helper is. He said, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name. So the Father is sending the Holy Spirit in his name. And, and then he, he said, he will teach you all things. I bring to your remembrance all things that I, I said to you. The Father is sending. And on the day of Pentecost, the Father, Father sent the Holy Ghost. Uh, John chapter 15 verse 26 again. He said, but when the helper comes, whom I shall send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth who proceeds from the, from the Father, he will testify of me. 
whom he will do what will testify of me. So the same way in which Jesus entered Peter's house and, and the mother-in-law became well and he dealt with fever. So when that other helper, you know, if Jesus could do it, he said, I'll send another helper. It means that the Holy Ghost will do the same thing that Jesus did. He will send you that same help. So the same way when you can just see it in your home, just imagine that, just imagine that you are, as you are sitting in your home, you are sitting in your, just imagine your sitting room and you are in there and Jesus walks into your sitting room and when Jesus walks into your sitting room, Jesus walks into your sitting room and he told you that, look, I'm going to be with you. Whatever you want to do, you see me do it with you, right? If you lift up your hands, you know, I many of you ever watched that film, Invisible Man, many years ago. They did that Invisible Man. You see, what that film, anybody knows Invisible Man? Oh, yeah, I know when you were born, if you didn't see it. And then, you know, the Invisible Man. And the Invisible Man will walk into a room. You will see him moving a table. You can't see who's moving that table. And then, those who knew that it was an Invisible Man, they are smiling. Because they can see the Invisible Man doing something. They can see him moving, you know. Somebody wants to slap you. Somebody lifted his hand to slap you. As they're about to slap you, this woman will block it. And then the person is wondering, how come I couldn't eat him? And the woman wanted to, the person wanted to kick you. And then this woman blocks it, and then the leg is paining him. And then, and, 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 and that happens a lot. Now, if Jesus was in, in your home, and then, you know, somebody is threatening you in the place of, in your, in your office. You know, do you know what you see? And you know that Jesus is there. You cannot see Jesus. You just turn to Jesus. Look at him. And you know that as that man is thinking of it, he can just fall down and die. Because there is somebody on your side who has seen it. Now, what happens, what happens most of the time is the, is the fact that, permit me to use this word in, in this context, eh, the Holy Ghost, eh, not only is it beside you, it is in you. And so that is the reason why certain things cannot touch you. Certain things cannot happen to you. Because God protects him. He keeps he has sent you another helper. So what you are struggling with, there is help available. There is help available. There is help available. The Holy Ghost is on your inside. You know, he said, I will send you another helper. You know, you know, you, you know one of the things that happens is that not only does it work beside you, you have the Holy Ghost living in you. And so another way to say, you know, the same way the invisible man, you are standing, you did not slap that person who threatened you. But because you knew Jesus was there, he just gave him one. And on your behalf, you know, a bullet was coming your way. The invisible man just stepped there and blocked the bullet and deflected it away. Now, just imagine. The same way the Holy Ghost. So basically, you had muscles that you did not see. You are lifting things you could not lift. Those are some of the ways in which the Holy Ghost helps his own. God helps. When he said, I'll send you another helper, it's something like, if you watch invisible man, I'll send you an, an invisible man who will shield you. Who will be with you? Now, this one's not just going to be around you. He's in you. He's in you. And not only is he in you, one of the things that happens is the fact that the Holy Ghost is the muscle of God. The Holy Ghost is the muscle. So, if God works through him, when God created the heaven and the earth, the Bible says the Spirit of God was hovering over the, the, the face. So, in the midst of that chaos, the Holy Ghost was there. God by his muscle, you know, you know, you talk about Mr. Universe. The real Mr. Universe is the Holy Ghost. And then he's there orchestrating things, doing things by his power and by his might. And so I've got the muscle of God working on my behalf. I've got him working situations, circumstances for my good. Hallelujah. 
I've got to work this for my good. He said, the Holy Spirit is the mother of God. You know, if you read stories, and one of where you will know how the Holy Ghost comes in, and you see the mother of God in various ways, is the fact that, look about, about Samson. Bible says that Samson is not, was not just a normal, was a normal person. Probably someone slimmer than I am. He's not a, he's not a macho man. He wasn't a macho man. But when the Holy Ghost comes upon Samson, when the Holy Ghost comes upon him, look how the Holy Ghost used to come upon him, then he becomes a superhuman being. And then he starts doing it a particular time. Bible said that he was standing in a field there, and, and 1,000 Philistines attacked him. Standing on, in that same, on a single field, he killed 1,000 men. Just imagine, you know, the way we watch some of those films, and you say it's film trick. How many of you ever watched Matrix? If you watch Matrix, and they are shooting them, and the guy was dodging all the bullets, no bullets hit him. Now just imagine that he was there. How can 1,000 men in this place, if all of you, if I'm standing here, all of you rush me, at least one blow will land on my face. But the Bible said that the guy, he, dealt, he killed a 1,000 men. Why? Because the power of the Holy Ghost came upon him. Hallelujah. As we talk about Elijah, Elijah, Bible said that Elijah in his natural being was afraid of a woman and ran, he ran away from a woman. But when the Holy Ghost came upon Elijah, you know, he received help. He received help from the Holy Ghost. Bible says that he outran a chariot. He outran a chariot. Somebody that was afraid of a woman, in one day, by the power of the Holy Ghost, killed 400 priests of Baal. Because something came upon him. Because something came, up, uh, came, came upon him. So beyond, beyond, even intellectually, what happened to Daniel? Daniel was in school. Daniel was in school. And when the Holy Ghost came upon Daniel, the Bible said God gave him what? Wisdom. And the Bible talked to, you know, the king, Nebuchadnezzar was talking about him. They were, they were trying to describe Daniel to the next king after Nebuchadnezzar's son. And they told him that in whom the spirits of the gods is. That's how they describe him. The Holy Ghost came upon me. So technically, what they were saying is that, look at three different examples. Samson needed to fight. He had the muscle of the Holy Ghost. Elijah needed to run. The Holy Ghost. Daniel needed, you know, Daniel needed to excel in academic. You know, you will see some of these programs. They will say, powered by King's Word. You are powered by the Holy Ghost is the believer. The believer is powered by the Holy Ghost. And when you are powered by the Holy Ghost, you are helped by the Holy Ghost. So you are stepping into a boardroom. You don't know what you will say. You know, you've had it said, but it is real. The Holy Ghost helps. And so the Holy Ghost comes on the scene on your behalf. And so if what you need the Holy Ghost for is for him to help you lift your weight, he's there. <laughs> you need him for intellect to, to help you with your, uh, with your academics to make progress. The Holy Ghost is there. He supplies the strength. He supplies the strength. So whatever you need him to be, he's. You need the Holy Ghost to come upon you and for you to be favored. You know, you know, you know, you know Bible was talking about, uh, 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 I mean, you know, um, the children of, uh, the, the children of um, Israel, when they went to the Egyptians, they went to their enemies and their enemies favored them. It took the power of the Holy Ghost. And so whatever you need the Holy Ghost to be here, you need to recognize him. And then you can begin to receive that help. Just imagine that you are in your home and your, 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 your daughter, probably three years old, needed to put on the TV. And you are sitting there and, and the, your daughter is just running around and needed to put on the TV. 
When he turns to you and asks you, Daddy, TV, he does not even have to complete his statement. You put it on. So, what did she do? She asks for help. Bible says that the Holy Ghost, he knows, God knows our silent tears and sighs. When on the inside, is that in the Bible? Okay, so, yes. Romans 8, 26. Yes. So, the Bible, he knows, he knows all those things. But he needs to hear you. He needs to hear you to help you. You know, the Bible says the Holy Spirit is all-knowing. When you join yourself to the Lord, you become one spirit with him. 1 Corinthians 6, 17. When you join yourself, when you become born again, and the Holy Ghost living in you, you become one spirit with him. But then, but you already have the helper living on your inside. But how are you maximizing this help? A lot of us, I mean, you know, they talk about, um, I did small physics. And I, they, they talk about, you know, talk about kinetic energy. What is the other one? Potential, thank you. You know, you have latent. You know, it is there. You just have it on the inside. It's not doing anything. But you can do something with it. You have help on your inside, but you're not doing anything with it. You have a car in your house that can drive you from point A to point B. But because you don't start the engine, you get on the road, you are waiting for BRT. And you spend three hours on the road. But the day you start that engine, you get there faster. You, you have help in your house and you're not using it. Say, so I, I don't like driving on Mondays. I'd rather wait at the bus stop for six hours. Mm. When you run into anything and you need help, the Holy Spirit is in you to help. But you know what that happens? That he's a perfect gentleman. He waits on you to speak the word of faith for him to act. You need to speak it for the Holy Ghost to act. Ephesians 3 verse 20 makes us to understand. Ephesians 3 20 talks about that it's only able to do beyond what you're able to ask, what you can imagine, what you can think. God does beyond the things you can think. He does beyond the things that you can ask. Beyond what, what you can ask, you know, can we, can we show, show that, that scripture? Can we look at it from the Amplified Translation? Ephesians 3.20, if you can do Amplified Translation, please. Amplified Translation. Bible says, now to him who is able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly, more than all that we dare to ask, we dare ask or think, Infinitely beyond our greatest prayers, hopes, or dreams, according to his power that is at work within us, God is able to do beyond what you dare to ask, what you dare to think. Can I dare to think that, that, that no evil will befall me? Can I dare to ask? Can I dare to declare? Can I dare to say that I will not be out of a job? Can I dare to say I will not run out? Can I dare to ask? Can I dare to imagine? Can I dare to think about him? Can I dare to ask? He's able to do beyond that. He's able to do beyond that. You've heard a lot about what he's able to do. But how can you access this thing? How can you receive this help? You know, you've had it. It's probably not the first time you've had this. But how do you access this? 
One of the things you should do as a believer, I'll leave you with two things as I wrap up this morning. The first thing is that learn to ask for the help of the Holy Spirit on a daily basis. Learn to ask for his help in the place of prayer. It may not even be in the place of prayer. You are going out. You are in a bus. You are working. Just, just remember, Holy Spirit, I need your help. Help me with my work today. I remember years ago, I got a job in a particular law firm. You know, you know if, when you are going for, for interviews, sometimes you don't need to know the work very well. I didn't know Jack. I've never done it before. And so I applied to the law firm. And they... Yeah, somehow, somehow, the man liked me and picked me. But as at that time, I'd never, I had never moved a motion before in my life. You know, okay, fellow, we move motions. That is go to court, move a motion. And that was what I was supposed to be doing. And so the first day, he gave me the file to go to court. I caught in Ikorudu and I went there. I just sat. You know, this is not difficult. I was just praying the Holy Ghost. It is legal work I came to do. Holy Ghost, I need your help. I was just asking him for help. And I was listening to what everybody was saying. So when they stand up, they announce, you know, you have learned this thing in school. To practicalize it, sometimes it can be difficult. I've learned it, I passed this in exam. But just to stand up, and the judges, you know, the, the judges, they put their glasses like this. <laughs> and they are looking at you. And so you don't know what you are doing. And then I got up. And then I, I heard what this one said. What that one said. How do you even address the judge? It it's flew out of my, my head. But the Holy Ghost. Because if you say, my worship, you are in trouble. <laughs> Your worship. Because there are different greetings. If, for, if you're a magistrate court, the way you address the magistrate, not the way I call. But if you model it up, you know, they can finish it before you leave that court. And so, I, just, I was just looking at the mouth of everybody. When it was my turn, honestly, immediately I stood up. I forgot what I was supposed to say. You know, like stage fright. But the Holy Ghost helped me. I just remember the last guy. I just, I just saw the guy's face. I remember what he said. I said the same thing he said. The judge was happy with me. Thank you, sir. Uh, and I escaped. And every time after that, after that first day, as I'm about to enter the office, I remember two flights. You know, my, the office was in Maryland. When, I'm on the, when I climbed the last step, I was so Holy Spirit, I need your help today. The man will say, go and write pleadings. You know, so go and write how you defend this man in court. The pleading you will submit. I had no idea what pleadings were. But the Holy Ghost will help me. And he kept helping. And he kept helping. So number one, ask God for help on a daily basis. Then secondly, learn to spend time in the place of prayer. Pray extended hours. Pray normal hours. Pray extended hours. Pray until you hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. Romans chapter 8 verse 26 to verse 28 says that we don't know how we ought to pray as we ought. But the Holy Ghost takes hold with us in our infirmities. What does it mean? It means that the Holy Ghost comes alongside with you to help you to pray. So the Holy Ghost takes the hold of you. You know, we come to church, we pray in tongues, we do a lot of, sometimes people do not even understand. But you know, most of the time, what are you doing? You are receiving help. You are accessing help. The more you lift up your hands, your voice to God in the place of prayer, and you are declaring the word of God in the place of prayer, you are accessing help. You are receiving help. When you wake up on a daily basis, it is not a joke. It is not what we do in our church. This is how we receive strength. You know, if you read Isaiah 28, it talks about by, by, by men of um, stammering lips, strength tongues. It will give you strength 
And so you need strength. You are praying in the Holy Ghost. You are receiving strength. You are receiving help. You are going for a contract. You are receiving help. In the different areas, in different aspects, you are receiving what? Help. Help is received. You need help financially. As you are praying in the Holy Ghost, you are receiving help. As I'm coming to pray for this message, you know, so many things are not difficult. Preaching, some people look at it and say, what he's doing is very difficult. How is he preaching? Do you know the secret of this? This same thing you can do in your life. You know, beginning of the week, I wake up, I said, Lord, I know I will preach for one hour. So what do I do? I'm going to work in the morning. I'm the Holy Spirit, I trust you. I want to pray out the message for Sunday. You know, Anybody getting blessed in this place this morning? Do you know why you are blessed? Because the Holy Ghost already prayed for you. Because I'm going, I said, Lord, I will have 30 minutes. So I said, Lord, let me pray out the message in tongues. So I pray out that message in tongues. Same thing, you are going to work. There's a board meeting. Pray out a board meeting. Pray out the things you will say. You are going for that interview. Pray out the things you will say. I remember a lady in church went for an interview many years ago and said as she was going, she just felt that the Holy Ghost would just say, just keep smiling. She was praying. The Holy Ghost just like, when you get to that interview, keep smiling. And I think, she's, um, if I can recall this testimony, I think many years ago, that they asked her maybe a question like one plus one, and the person said three, and kept smiling. She missed the answer totally. But do you know how she got the job? Because the Holy Ghost said, keep smiling. The job requirement was not for you to know one plus one. The job requirement was to see if you can smile well. Because the role was a customer service role. Keep praying. And so, spend time. Download help on a regular basis as you pray in the spirit. You've got to download help. Download help on a regular basis as you pray in the spirit. Download help from God on a regular basis. I want someone to download help from God this morning. Can you rise up on your feet this morning? I want someone to download help. Let's rise up this morning. I want someone to download help from the Holy Ghost this morning. Hey, lift up your hands, lift up your voice to God and say this morning, Lord, I access your help. I access the help of the Holy Ghost. Concerning this week, lift your right hand with me and declare. Declare in the name of Jesus. Concerning this week, I access the help of God. I access help from the Holy Spirit. Concerning the remaining days of this month, of this quarter, Hey, if you've got a target, just say, I declare, I, I received the help of God. I achieved the target set for me in this quarter. The target I've set for myself this quarter. I received the help of God. I received the help of the Holy Ghost this morning. In the name of Jesus. Receive help from God. Receive help from God this morning. If you are in this place and you are not filled with the Holy Ghost, with the evidence of speaking in tongues, you need to step forward to receive this help. If you are not filled with the Holy Ghost, I would like to step forward. You would like it to get filled with the Holy Ghost eh? so that you can, you can access help this morning. And I'll pray with you this morning. If you need to be filled with the Holy Ghost eh? and you are in this place, eh? can you step forward and let me pray with you this morning. Let me pray with you this morning so that you can receive, be filled with the Holy Ghost and receive the help that you desire. Oh, see you. While others in this place, I want you to open your mouth and begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Begin to pray out help. Begin to pray out help. 
pray fervently. No lights praying. We don't do lights in this place. No lights praying. Open your mouth. Declare help. What you know, what you don't know. There are situations and circumstances ahead of you this week. Speak in the Holy Ghost. Speak in the Holy Ghost. Move things. Shift things. Move things. Shift things. While you are here, if you need to be filled with the Holy Ghost, step forward. And I'll pray for you with you as others are praying. Makala braka de lebo, ribasodo, rabaga de le brokodo, rambaga de le brokodo, rambaga de le brokodo, rambaga de le brokodo, maka zige. Robo, Come and lift up your voice to God. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray at your help. Pray at help for this season. Help for this time. Come and pray. We are going to take our time and pray this morning. You are praying for help. You are praying for help. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 6, we read. It says that I may boldly say that the Lord is my helper. This morning, I boldly declare the Lord God is my helper. The Lord God is my helper. Every single day of this new week, God is my helper. I boldly declare I have the help of the Spirit. I have the help of the spirit makrakele prodo mabrakele prodo rakadele gedelebo rubagegegegegege rubagegegege mebrigedelebo mebrigedelebo I will not be silent. I will declare boldly. I will call upon my helper. I will call upon the Holy Ghost from the inside out. From the inside out. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When you pray in the Holy Ghost, you receive strength and this morning, I want you to receive strength. We'll take our time. Two more minutes. Two more minutes in the Holy Ghost. Receive strength. Receive strength to conceive. Receive strength to deliver. Receive strength to achieve. Receive strength. 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 Receive the strength of the Holy Ghost. Don't close your mouth. Open your mouth and offer prayers to God this morning. Open your mouth and offer prayers. Receive strength. 
In the name of Jesus, we are praying. In the name of Jesus, we are praying. In the name of Jesus, we are praying. Come on, declare with me. I boldly declare this morning. I boldly declare this morning. The Lord is my helper. The Lord is my helper. I have help in God. I have help in God. I have the help of God every single day of this new week. In the name of Jesus. 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 Father, we give you praise. Lord, I give you praise. Can you lift up your hands to God? If there are specific areas you know you need help from God, can you open your mouth and just ask him in your understanding? Open your mouth right now. Tell him, Lord, in this area, in that area, I ask for your help. I ask for your help. I ask for your help. I will not be silent. I will not be silent this morning. I refuse to be silent. Ask him for help. Ask him for help. Ask him. Ask him for help. Father, we give you praise. We exalt you. We praise you. We thank you for help. On a whole new level, on a whole new basis. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Before you have your seat, i just like to ask. There are some category of people in this place. You sincerely, you need help. And the beginning, the first help that God is extending to you this morning. Bible says that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. If you are in this place, you are here to receive Jesus. Make him as your Lord and Savior. Or you have received him in the past and you walked away him. And you need to rededicate yourself to him to start accessing his help on a whole new level. Maybe you are saying, Lord, I don't know, I've not been receiving help. Maybe perhaps one of the reasons may be because you don't have a relationship with him. If you are here this morning with all heads bowed, all heads bowed, praying, believers praying. I wonder if you are in this place and you would like to access the help of God this morning. I want you to lift up your right hand with me. You want to give your life to Jesus, whether you are at the gallery or you are in this auditorium. Can you just wave your hands? Let me see your hand there. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234-810-00-00640.